0: Eternal rest. It sounds very attractive, doesn't it, uh, in these turbulent times. And we do live in uncertain times. Think Brexit, think ISIS, and the conflicts in Syria, Iraq and Afghanistan and the like, or the refugee crisis or climate change, and the recent natural disasters in Haiti and Italy And I could go on. And what a week it's been. Whatever you think about the election of President-elect for America, it's clear that we're living in unprecedented and nervous times. Then nearer to home, there was the horrific tram incident in Croydon. Francis and I live just five minutes now away from the crash site which has been eclipsed somewhat by the Trump triumph. But it was a horrendous accident that's devastated so many lives, over 50 ending up in hospital and seven families losing loved ones. It's caused chaos and shock in our home community and I passed today, coming to church, the floral tributes which were so moving by the side of the road and certainly made me think for the night before, Francis and I were on a tram on that stop near to Sandylands. And I can only begin to imagine what it must be like for the families who've been affected directly. And it stirred up memories for me years ago when I could have lost my life in a road accident, being in a mini bus that went off the road and went end to end one and a half times and miraculously walked away from it. But any incident like that or when you lose someone through a tragedy changes your life and it makes you very honest about death and your thoughts about death too. It also made me think about people that I've lost. I think of my own mum who died of cancer aged 57 and in just a few months her younger sister died of cancer and just a few months on from that my dad's uncle died of cancer it was as though in our family there was just one thing after another I know Martin has had a bereavement recently clergy are not immune from the pain of bereavement And what's more, it was nine years ago, on the 11th of November, that Martin and I and many of you lost a good friend in the Reverend Dr. Rob Frost. And I know that there are many of you here tonight that are still feeling the acute pain of grief, for this life can be very cruel at times. Because we love, it means we hurt deeply when we're separated from our loved ones. And Remembrance Sunday, of course, is a time as well of thinking of all those that have been affected by war. I think of my late granddad and his experiences and how he was scarred through what happened to him when he served for his country. And there are many who are still affected by wars that are happening now and wars that have gone past. And it's when we're grieving or that life is uncertain with the big things that are going on in the world, we start to ask the questions, what is life all about? Will there ever be peace in this world? Is there life after death? Where is the hope for the world? Well, death is the most certain fact of life. No one has to ask the question, is there death after life? But we all have to ask the question, is there life after death? Well, the Christian faith has a tremendous message and it's here in the music that we've been listening to, in the hymns. For those who take the step of trusting in Jesus, in all that he has done for us, there is that promise of eternal life. Those who commit themselves to Christ are born again. Born again to a new life that goes on into eternity. Life that's punctuated by death into something else. And we see this very clearly in John's Gospel where John sees eternal life as beginning the moment you put your trust in Jesus and goes on into eternity And Christianity offers us hope, hope for change. And it can change our attitude as well to the life that we're living now if we see everything in eternity's perspective. And that doesn't mean for the Christian that it takes the pain of parting from our loved ones away or our fear of what might happen because of the unknown. It does mean that our fear and our trembling can be turned into faith and confidence. If we open our heart to the Holy Spirit, Jesus said, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give as the world gives to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. And then we come back to that refrain that comes through Foro's Requiem. Eternal rest. We thought that would be such a good theme for the gathering, but how do we think about eternal rest? I know what I think it means, but it can conjure up unhelpful connotations. My own thinking has been very influenced by Professor Tom Wright, the former Bishop of Durham, now retired. In his book Surprised by Hope, Wright explores what heaven is not And what it might be. He quotes a children's book, What's Heaven? In which it describes heaven as a beautiful place where you can sit on on soft clouds and talk. And if you're good throughout your life, then you get to go there. When your life is finished here on earth, God sends angels down to take you to heaven to be with him. What a lovely idea, but is that what heaven is. Tom Wright argues that the biblical truth is actually very, very different and that our ideas of heaven are often not very biblical. Heaven isn't a place where our earthly lives end and we go for a rest, lulled to sleep by, into eternity by angels playing harps and singing. So if that's unhelpful, what is eternal rest. The phrase is an afterlife concept in some Christian denominations. It's tended to mean more like endless peace or calmness or being in the refreshing presence of God. But what might it mean for us? Now I don't know what you were thinking about when you were lighting candles this evening, whether you were remembering uh, loved ones. Uh, whether you were remembering Remembrance Sunday, whatever it was when you came forward to that beautiful music. No doubt we thanked God for our loved ones, those who've impacted our lives. We prayed that one day we might see them again, prayed that they're with God. We thought about our own mortality probably. We thought about the Christian hope in Jesus. We've been encouraged by the growing light that gives us a sense of confidence as the light shines. And I think we should be encouraged tonight. And the last piece that we will hear in Foray's Requiem, I find a great encouragement. And may I share something to think about that might make you think again about what heaven is all about. Something that gives us a vision for the future and work for us to do now. Arguing from the New Testament, Professor Tom Wright teaches that when Christ returns, the dead who've been asleep will experience a whole new life. Not just their souls, but their bodies. Christians will be re-clothed with a new body. It's all there in the New Testament. What an encouragement that is to be reclothed. I think of those who lost limbs in the tram accident. You wouldn't want eternity like that. I think of those whose body's wearing out, and you think, do I want to live like this eternally? There's that hope of being reclothed. And what's more, Tom Wright points something out that the gospel resurrection narratives don't say Jesus has raised us, that we're all going to heaven. Rather, it says that Christ is coming here to join together the heavens and the earth in an act of new creation. There will be a re-creation, something that was picked up in our Revelation reading. So what Wright says is try to think again. Think of life after life, after death, he says. Resurrected for the new heaven and the new earth. That's why we pray, thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And Jesus' resurrection marks the beginning of that restoration. For he will complete it on his return. For Jesus is raised, therefore the new creation begins now and one day will be completed when he comes again. So we mustn't lose hope, but share the good news for all and point people to the Christ who makes eternal life possible. Allow the Holy Spirit to work through you to usher in that kingdom because we are part of the beginning of the movement towards what God wants to accomplish. So therefore, we catch the vision. We're not satisfied with the way things are in the world and we work for the kingdom that God will one day usher in in completeness. So, in this service, as we think about eternal rest, I want to think of that eternal rest as one day all the injustices of this world will be put right The world in turmoil will be in harmony with God again. Ultimately, love wins. And so we must be a people of love, with faith and life-changing hope. No more talk of heaven with clouds and harps up there, but confidence in the coming kingdom of God. That yes, when we're weary, there will be a release, a rest from the things of this world. But when Christ comes, we will all be raised to trust in him. Our eternal rest will not be sleep forever, but shalom, God's deep peace, everything in harmony with his love. The disorder of these days ends and there will be recreation, re-creation and renewal and all will be made well and there will be no more crying and no more weeping and no more suffering as our Father intended it to be. So will you join with me and listen to this beautiful promise in this last piece of the kingdom of God, the city of Jerusalem in Paradisum.